Now, humans are being surrounded by radiation every day of their lives, from natural background radiation to radiation being caused by man-made sources. However, in recent years, with electronics becoming a near-essential part of our lives, and now with the recent introduction of 5G wireless, this risk has never been more apparent. We're going to chat on the phone now with an expert from Omnia. Let's welcome to the programme Tim Sanders, who's the director of Omnia Collective, in order to help the public to protect themselves from potentially harmful electronic radiation and EMFs. Hi Tim, welcome. Can you begin by telling us about the different types of radiation humans come into contact with? Hi, yeah, thanks for for having me on. Um, Well, the best place to start, or maybe the worst, uh, is the electromagnetic spectrum, because that's where, you know, that's what everyone uses uh, as the go-to standard for safety with regards to radiation. Um, Although, as we'll get into, um, I'm here to challenge whether this is up to date and still relevant, uh, given the massive volumes of wireless wireless radiation that we are exposed to today. Um, So the electromagnetic spectrum divides radiation types into two categories. You've got ionizing radiation, uh, which breaks chemical compounds and shakes an electron off an atom. Uh, And examples of that are X-rays, which, you know, we're advised not to have too often, and ultraviolet light, which you might get on a sunbed or something. Um, And then at the far end of the spectrum, you've got things like uh, radioactive waste, uh, which is very bad for us. Um, And then you've got non-ionizing radiation, which doesn't create enough energy to shake the electron off the atom. And examples of this are visible light or infrared or um, uh, radio waves or even microwave radiation from wireless devices, which we use all day. Um, And human beings also radiate. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. Uh, because we are electrical beings. Um, So every time I even move my little finger, it's electrical current in motion within the body. Um, And we're going to come on to later, I'm sure, about how important this is when we're talking about uh, wireless radiation, which is an electrical field, and what happens when that meets the electrical field of the human body. So non-ionizing radiation can be thermal, as in it creates heat like the sun, or it can be non-thermal, as in it creates very little heat like foams. Um, But non-ionizing radiation is always deemed to be safe as long as it doesn't generate excess heat. And most people think that that's the end of the story. However, we know that it's not the end of the story because there are more than 10,000 peer-reviewed independent reports that show that serious diseases are caused to rats when they're exposed to non-thermal, non-ionizing radiation for long periods of time. So the question, I guess, is why does this happen? Uh, Why does wireless radiation um, at extremely low frequency cause these diseases in rats when the sun, for example, does not? And at Omnia, what we found is that there's another quality to a radiation field that needs to be considered in terms of health and safety. Um, It's what we call the balance and centeredness of the wave field, of the electrical wave field. Um, So microwave radiation is an imbalanced wave field, um, and the current in human cells is balanced. And when the body connects with the microwave radiation, it absorbs this imbalance. There's this kind of electrical reaction, uh, which uh, which is only subtle, but over long time, 
it you know it causes stress and chemical reactions and or chemical reactions mm. just very quickly there you mentioned uh, not having too many x-rays so we go to the dentist uh, once or twice a year we don't necessarily have um, an x-ray every time is it a question of just being unlucky on one of those occasions or is it just uh, a bit of a danger with it building up too much well i think there's a difference right so when you get an x-ray at the dentist you get a blast of very intense uh, high vibrational energy, right? You get one blast and then your body comes away and you recover from that. And the difference between that and wireless radiation from phones, for example, is um, that you are consistently and, you know, all day exposing yourself to um, a low frequency um, energy field, right? Um, and the two fields, let's say the X-ray and the, the phone radiation, they have one thing in common, which is they are both imbalanced electrical fields because they're man-made. Yeah, so one of them, an X-ray is a short burst of very intense um, you know, uh, energy that creates a lot of heat, right? And the wireless radiation is very low, sort of long-wave, um, uh, low-frequency uh, radiation, which doesn't create so much heat, carry an imbalance. And then there's also a concern about 5G, isn't there? Well, 5G ups the intensity, right? So when you go from 4G, you know, you've got, I mean, about 2.6 gigahertz, uh, which uh, me- measures the, the speed of the, the, the wave. Um, and that goes up to, you know, some people say 24 gigahertz. I mean, the alarmists are out there saying 60 gigahertz, but I I haven't seen any evidence of that yet. Right. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm concerned because as soon as the intensity it increases, then you are effectively delivering imbalanced energy at a faster rate into the human body, and uh, that just means that the 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 effects, the electrical imbalance, um, gets accelerated or, right. uh, uh, you know, it gets worse. The testing has got a little bit behind. Um, just how can we protect ourselves generally um, from radiation? And, of course, where would we find more information, Tim? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you're talking about the testing. Uh, first of all, I mean, they test on uh, the, the testing that's done on uh, to ensure our safety is done on a plastic model of a, of a human being with plastic skin and they fill it with fake blood. And then they measure the heat that comes from the phone into the fake blood through the plastic skin. So the point is that there's no there's no human body involved in that test. There's no electrical signals in a human body that are that are, that are tested within that uh, that that um, that standard, um, and that contradicts what the other biologists are saying. Uh, and I would point people to reports such as the Bioinitiative report um, or the ehtrust.org that has all of the reports that you need to know that shows all, what they found on on rats. So you've got this this disconnect between the biological reports and then the, the you know the way that our safety is measured by the phone industry. And it's not the phone industry's fault. It's just they're taking their lead from the electromagnetic spectrum which we believe doesn't include this important uh, factor, which is the, the balance or the imbalance of the electrical current in, in the wave field. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, um, that's what the industry is doing. Um, you know, uh, the, the risk factors that we have are all about proximity, you know, how close uh, the radiating device is to you. Do you touch it or do you leave it two meters away from you? Um, so how, uh, how much radiation is a phone processing? and 
I can just tell you it's a lot. And then lastly, you have exposure. So, you know, uh, how much of the day are you exposing yourself to these wireless devices? And for me, it's all day. And it's probably the same for most most professionals. Um, and the bad news is that it's worse for kids uh, because they have higher water content in their bodies. They have thinner skulls um, and they have weaker immune systems. So if you're asking me also what we can do about it, um, you know, we just talked about the three risk factors. Well, you know, you can reduce your proximity. You know, you can keep the, the wireless devices, you know, one foot, two foot away, which actually makes quite a significant difference because, like I said, um, this radiation um, is all about proximity. It decreases exponentially uh, according to what's called the inverse square law. So the effects reduce significantly even over a foot or two feet. Um so you can try and move them away from you. You can try and reduce your exposure. So you can turn your router off at night. Uh, you can put the phone on airplane mode as much as possible. There are other products like reflective paint or some people like crystals or, or blockers or even protective clothing. Um, but some of these have a, a bad reputation. Um, but what we do at Omnia um, is uh, we represent a discovery uh, which is new which is that you can bring the radiation field back to what we call balance and centeredness, uh, which basically means that you create a resonant effect between the radiation field and the electricity in the human body. Um, so we want to, to do, you know, that's what we want. We want, we want our bodies to be performing well um, when we are using our devices uh, all day. Um, and that's what we do. We, we right. transform the state of that radiation field. And for more info then, Tim? Uh, more info? Well, we've got a website, which is Omnia, O-M-N-I-A, omniaradiationbalancer.com, um, or you can send us an email at hello at omniabalance.life. Um, and we've also got a YouTube channel uh, called Omnia Balance, where we explain all of our science, uh, we show all of the testing that we've done on the human body, um, and um, yeah, we just cover general uh, news items and uh, and themes around wireless radiation, right. which you know we can't get away from today. Thank you very much for joining us. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, Phil. Yeah.